All right. Hey. I can't, I don't know what it is lately. I can't be in the silence. So I always have my AirPods in and now I understand why people listen to podcasts. Like, I, I, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's, I'm Two always years trying in, to find something. If that makes the intro. Two years in. You know what I mean though? Like I'm not, yeah. I'm not a big audio. Actually audio, I thought of you more than actually not. I misspoke, not the podcast. Audio versions of books. Like I love it. I love it. Yeah, but I didn't really it. get that before, but now I yeah. totally understand why people and podcasts and podcasts. Hello and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table tonight. We are continuing the This Is Us series, unless it's called something else. And uh, this evening's episode, today's episode, is featuring Jen Dunn. At the table with me today, I've got Kim McIsaac. Hello. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. Jamie Ramos. Hi. Jen Dunn. Hi, everyone. I'm Rachel Flanagan. And again, tonight's episode is about Jen Dunn. Jen, do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I am Jen. I am the mother of a 13-year-old daughter, Kaya Alexandra. She is on the autism spectrum. We live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I write about her on Facebook at Keeping Up With Kaya. I have a website that I don't use, but it is also keepingupwithkaya.com. So don't visit it, but it's there. It's there. So pay for the domain. It's common over here. We yeah. do the Facebook well and yeah. that's all I've got in the tank. That's it. Yeah. 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 Um, well, as you, as our listeners know, we have a whole bunch of questions that we're featuring in this series and then a little sweet love at the end. So I am going to get started by asking you, Jen, what is your favorite place on earth outside of being with Kaya and family? I have a feeling but, she's not going to say Disney. Yeah, definitely not going to be the happiest place on earth. As I was looking at these questions, I had some realizations about myself and I'll talk about that towards the end. But honestly, my favorite place on earth to be is at home. It's at home. I love being in my home. And if we I'm were like, to set the scene for the people, I would say a fire is lit. It's probably like the evening. This is your favorite time. Maybe the sun is setting. You've got this blue sky, this beautiful thing, and then the pool, and then the fire lit. I think that's yeah. your favorite. Yep, favorite. the fire's lit right now. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. It is, yeah. Cyrus, my cat loves it. He loves oh, her cat loves it. So does the cat's mom, by the way. Okay. Um, the second question is, what is something people would never guess just by looking at you? I am compulsive AF. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that, but just by looking, I suppose, you wouldn't know how compulsive I am. Unless they were to see you dumping trash someplace. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I did go through that phase, didn't I? Yeah. yeah, that was a doozy. Okay, looking back on your life, who or what instantly makes you light up? My Auntie Mary McClay. I yeah. love your stories I about love that. Her. Me too. Yeah, she is the best in the whole world. If you could rekindle a passion with an old hobby, what would it be? And what do you miss about it? Sleep. Not that it was actually ever Girl, a hobby. <laughs> that is a, <laughs> good oh, that's a good answer. Not that it was actually a hobby, but it would be lovely to get a little. So none of yeah. us ask, need to ask what you miss about it. Just have, no. it. Just have at it. Um, what does your best day look like? What are you wearing? Where are you going? Who are you with? What are you going to do? 
My best day is waking up to a clean house after Yolanda's been here, which is a given. Get up, clean house. My, my baby is sleeping. She's 13, but she's sleeping in. So she gets some rest. Get up, have a shower, put on clean pajamas, turn the fire on. That is a perfect day for me. I love being home in clean pajamas and just enjoying the day. That is a perfect day for me. Don't ask for much. <laughs> clean, quiet. Oh. I'm like, what are you eating? What else? What's happening? Yeah. Um, okay, what is your favorite childhood memory? Going to my grandma Dunn's every Saturday night. We would have popcorn and watch TJ Hooker, and I would roll in, like Heather Locklear, do a somersault and come up right oh. when it was the opening. Had it oh down. Oh, my to, God. I'm timed amazing. out. And I went every <laughs> single Saturday night until we moved from Michigan to Vancouver in when I was 14. I never missed a Saturday night with my grandma. Hmm. Love that. Yeah. If you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? My grandma Dunn. I was really close to my grandma. When we moved from Michigan to BC, we drove out. We had all of our stuff. And we bought walkie-talkies that her and I could talk on until we just couldn't anymore. And it like, I remember how it would fade. And then I'd get a little reception. And then it would fade and get a little reception. And it was really hard. I was really close to her. I went home every summer. When I graduated high school, I went and lived with her back in Michigan. And I worked for a year. I was really close with my grandma. I love that. I think that those relationships really define people. Like having someone older that you know you're under their wing. And yeah. Yeah. What is the happiest day of your life? Obviously, when my daughter was born, April 6, 2010, best day of my life. Love that. Switching gears, what is your biggest insecurity? My weight. Up, down, yo, yo, bing, pong, bing, 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 dong, bing. <laughs> Really? We're sh- I know. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Um, how do you know when you can trust someone? You just know. Feel it in my soul. Yeah. My gut. Yeah. Okay. How do you move through big feelings? I shut down. That's how I deal with it. I shut down. Yeah. That's just when I have to work through it on my own. And then I come up from the, <laughs> yeah. the bowels of it all. Would you rather live one day longer than your child with additional needs or have access to the dream team and placement for them? I would want to live one additional day to be with her. That's just me. I, my biggest fear is when I'm gone. Uh, yeah. Great team in place or not. It won't be me. Yeah. Um, that's just my, so that's why it's my greatest fear is leaving her. How do you explain your child's diagnosis to people? Um, I don't really explain it anymore. I just say my daughter's autistic or my daughter's on the spectrum. I used to go into these great lengths of explaining it, almost explaining it away, if that makes sense. Yeah. Early on in the diet, you know, in that process. Yeah. Now I just proudly say my daughter's autistic. Yeah. Like it makes a lot just, of sense, Jen, too. Yeah. Because if you think, think about it, like back then, probably people didn't know as much early yeah. on the diet. Yeah. And now they, 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 you know, they know, like we walked off the plane and I said, kid, you just kicked autism at, autism's ass. And I just high-fived her. And it's like, on we went, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, what relationships have been most impacted by Kaya's diagnosis? <laughs> Kaya's dad and I definitely are impacted. My friendships were definitely impacted. I think my family was impacted uh, for the better, if that makes sense. We, we became closer. 
they really took an interest in learning about Kaya and autism. And so that was really wonderful and supportive, but every other level of relationships in my life changed everything. Yeah. yeah. Because I've said it a thousand times, people are probably sick of hearing it, but I fundamentally changed as a person. So there's yeah. no way that the relationships around me couldn't change. Right. I was, you know, bitter and people's lives went on, which of course they went on now in hindsight, you know, what an asshole am I to be bitter for people that their lives didn't freeze in that moment. And they carried on, you know, of course they carried on their lives weren't impacted by this life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you had the chance to build your dream center or community, what would the cornerstone of your offering be? So I thought a lot about this. But I don't know, because, you know, it's always what our kids can't do. So it would really be about what they can do. And then I think about things that are hard for my daughter, haircuts, you know, that kind of stuff. I don't I don't know. I've, I've thought a lot about it and I don't really have a definite answer yet. But just what they can't do, they can't. And then kind of build around that. Yeah. Which I would use my daughter, of course, as sort of a You're base. Found, huh? Your muse. Oh, I thought you said I'm muted. I'm like, I am. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 sort of kind of build off of that. Like what yeah. sort of struggles I see her having. I love that. Yeah. And what is your biggest dream for yourself outside of your friends? I'm sorry, your family and kids. So this is when I realized that I I don't have any dreams for myself anymore. And I and I don't say that in a woe is me kind of way, but when I thought about it, I, you know, I was very career driven prior to autism. Um, and even after I had Kaya, prior to the diagnosis, I still worked full-time in an office. I traveled extensively for work. I had these big career goals. Not that, I mean, I'm, I'm very thankful. I have my job and I put all of it, you know, into my job, but it's not the, you know, I'm at where I'm at and I don't have these huge career goals ahead of me anymore. I don't know. Autism changed that. I, it just did. I, and I don't mean that in, again, like a woe is me kind of way, but you know, my, the dream shifted from me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know, they, my dreams are, are for my daughter now. I feel that so much. Yeah. The career, yeah. especially. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, think, I mean, I think it's so common to like adjust your sales so many times that like suddenly you just don't even know what the goal would be. Like, mm-hmm. you're not, I mean, just to be clear, I'm still <laughs> taking applications for a husband. But right. past that, you know, it's just a, not a lot there right now. No, so well, that's me in a nutshell. Thank you so much for answering. I know that uh, the next part, maybe you should mute for just in case you blubber like your homegirl, Rachel. But um, I have to tell you that we all want to tell you what makes you special to us. And I will go first. I want you to know, Jen Dunn, that I just love you so much. I feel like having a front row seat to watching you become as confident and as comfortable as you are right now in your journey has been inspiring. The way that you mom and you balance grace with strength in this chapter of Kaya's life gives me so much hope. And the way that you meet me where I'm at as your friend is just about the most heartwarming feature. I just, I just love you so much. And I'm so proud of you you and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Love you. I was laughing. I'm like, yes, because I'm so flexible. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think I said flexible. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go next. Jen Dunn 
I was thinking back to when we first met and one of my all-time favorite things about you is you have you take everything in with this overflowing spirit. So if you're talking about something that you're passionate about, it's like 10,000%. If you're trying to support us in a, any way, it's 10,000%. You just are always showing up with this beautiful energy. And I, I don't think you think of yourself that way, but like one of the first times that I was like, man, I need to be friends with her. It was about politics specifically because we kind of talk about that uh, in our private stuff a lot. And you always keep me updated on the the U.S. politics over here. You know more about our country than I do. It's really something. But you you have this natural way of drawing people in. And I think your writing and your honesty and your open book spirit is not something that many people have and I think it's beautiful and I love that about you and you are always showing up for us and trying to support us and give us resources and I've learned so much about myself through you because I think we're similar in a lot of the ways of our trajectory of our life have gone and I connect with you that way but you're just really an amazing friend and person and come at everything with just a spirit like no one else Firecracker. I love you. So much, I love you. you. Firecracker in all senses, it, with the love and the uh, political stance. <laughs> all I'm start it. a side podcast on the political stuff just for fun. But you should. You should. You should. I love you with all my heart. You're so great. I love you too. Mm-hmm. Um, fire. It's interesting because that's what I was thinking of when I think of Jen. <laughs> Not just for the fossil arms, but um, what I love about you is you wear your hat on your sleeve. You also have your heart very guarded, but you also wear your hat on your sleeve. And I really can relate to that because I feel like I'm very similar. But what I really love about you is the way you react to situations because you react in a way that like we all want to react, but don't always do it. (laughs) <laughs> and you just take the words right out of my mouth so it is so refreshing though to sometimes just have someone be honest and just get it all out there I love yeah. that about and I mm-hmm. love that even though you have that fiery spirit and you know maybe a little feisty a little quick to react sometimes you also no matter what you're going through like if I'm not doing good on weight loss you're not like well you should just do what I do and like do keto and you know and a lot of people are like that when they're doing something they expect other people to be able to do that. And you don't do that. But at the same time, when somebody is doing it, you're the the first one to encourage them. You're the first one to congratulate them. You're the first one to say, oh, oh my God, that's so awesome that Alyssa did that. Even though it's something so minor that like, I know would be like so easy for Kaya. So sometimes you don't realize that that understanding is being there and, and for you to really be able to like, really truly be a cheerleader for her. It was just you know, that's, that's an incredible thing. And it's so genuine. And I, I love that so much about you. And also you just make me laugh my ass off. Yes. You're so funny. I was going to say that too. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. Just, Absolutely. Cry Absolutely. Tears. Oh, I just love you to death. Yeah. yeah. I love you too. Um, hey James, what you got? I'm just kidding. I've got nothing. I, I just did it for the that ahead of time. Just. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Just kidding. Um, Jen, I don't know. You know, I love you. I feel like I remember the the first time I ever saw you got like really pissed off about something. I always thought like, oh, I never want to get on her bad side. And what I love about that is that you are like the greatest defender of all time. Like you, I always know you'll have my back because we are that 
close and I feel like we know each other so well now like we're so different I mean like Kim always says we'd never be friends in real life but we really aren't that different like getting to know each other I feel like mine and your bluntness matches up a lot although you're a little louder and elevated about it elevated at times (laughs) but I love that about you because I know you're always there for me and you are the first one to speak up when something's wrong and you have no problem defending people or speaking your mind, which I admire so much. Uh, I think you're an amazing. Okay. This is future Jamie cutting in my internet froze and I didn't get to finish, but I wanted to say, I'm also grateful that if either of us went missing, we would know the other's exact height and weight because you're always keeping me updated on your weight And I occasionally keep you updated on mine when I'm trying. (laughs) Also, I was saying when I was frozen that you are one of the most amazing moms I have ever seen. You work so hard in your career and in your personal life to support Kaya on your own. And I admire that so, so, so much. I love you very much, Jen. I never realized how hard parenting by yourself was until I had to do it. And that is seriously the hardest job on the earth and you've been doing it for years and years and years and it's incredible thank you ladies i love you all so much i love love you so much yeah we do i love you all so much thank you ladies for the love i'm gonna call this james day bye everybody (laughs) it just kicked me out i was just talking just ejected me hold on zoom zoom told jen that you think she's a shitty mom And you're the worst mom. Zoom had something to say about it. (laughs) Thank you, James. I love you. I love you. Facts facts to like, I go, she's disconnected her own router because she doesn't want to (laughs) answer. I hate this so much that I do not want to say anything. (laughs) I hate this so much. If you want to know what she thinks, you need to decipher all that (laughs) <laughs> so Jen Dunn, we love you so much. And to our listeners, we want to let you know that Kimmy McIsaac is up next. We cannot wait for next week. Have a good one. Good night, Bye. everyone. Thank you for joining us at the table for this episode of the Table for Five No Reservations podcast. Big thank you to all of our supporters. If you would like to become a supporter, please check out the description of this episode where you will also find episode information, how to sign up for our newsletter, and find links to us individually. Join us next Monday for more. And while you wait, check out our content on Facebook and Instagram. If you are enjoying the podcast, please subscribe and rate and review us wherever you listen. To contact us, you can email us at Table for Five Podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week. Can't wait to sit with you again.